Ladies and gents, yes, you're here with Ado and Nathan from Supercoach Guns. How are you, Nathan? I'm I'm okay. You know, solid round, nothing special, not too bad. Yourself? Well, I mean, I had a bit of a tanty. I was like, delete team on the old socials. Um, and I still feel like doing that because I didn't have any luck this round. Yes, I was a Sean Abbott captainer. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. Resting him. I mean, look, it makes sense actually to rest him, <laughs> you know, when you think about it from a big bash point of view. I mean, I really think that he could use um some games. He's not been bowling the greatest, has he? Not by his standards. And you've got a 39 year old buddy, Dan Christian there. Give him a rest. Um, but yes, he was my VC. So look, I feel like I'm a hundred points short because he would have just gone out and got a 50 minimum, wouldn't he? You know, on a, on a bad day. And so I would have been over a thousand easily. If he'd have gone and got a 70, um, I'd be 140 points better, be a thousand and fifty. And I think I'd be shooting up the ranks. Uh, as it was, um, I think I fished with a 907, um, which was a pretty shit. Uh, and I'm in, I've dropped some spots. I've gone down to 229 overall. So that's, I've lost 129 spots and you've officially overtaken me. Oh yeah, it was okay. I mean, look, I had a solid game and nothing special. I myself went down anyway. Yeah. Third to 100 was game. You know, 999, no one went really low. No one went really high. My vice captain of the Killer Sane didn't pay off. So I, well, I had some luck. I went Jai Richardson, went well. You know, that was nice. Um, I only really had Alex Hales who failed. Everyone else got around 40s, 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I did a couple of things didn't go my way. Number one was the Sean Abbott getting rested as my uh, captain. Number two was I had Munro on the bench and that was a real late change too. I was going to have him in, um, but I put him on the bench with no reserve on it. We know he went 149 or whatever. Um, and I also had Steckity for, you know, single digits um, in there. And who was my other one? I had someone else that stuck it up as well um, for a single digits. I had oh, Hales as well. So um, I had a few low ones and I missed a good one on the bench and I got the unluckiness of arrested captain. So it's one of those rounds where you're just like, well, what am I even playing for anymore? I mean, look, yeah, Munro's my fault, I guess. But, um, you know, the Sean Abbott's an unfortunate one. But look, we onwards and upwards, I say, we're into a couple of rounds here of no teams on the double. Um, so we can sort of re consolidate our teams and uh, make changes to sort of adjust um, the lineups get ready for the next upcoming double, which is going to be the Hurricanes and the Sixers again in round eight. So I think that that's probably an interesting time. I think on the single game rounds, you know, it's 
a bit trickier, you know, on the doubles, you can, things can go wrong and things can go right. You might get one player that does exceptionally well and, and you don't get as much of a bleed because you've got, might've gone in with an extra number or two, but in the single rounds, I think a, bi- a big mistake like the Munro or, a, you know, a, a, you know, you're, you pick a player who, you know, gets dropped at the toss or something. Those things are much more noticeable in a single round. So it should be an interesting couple of rounds upcoming. Yeah, no, it, this will be around the time where you just have to get the best players. That's all you've got to do at this point. And, um, yeah, no no prioritising double games or anything, which means that uh, the field's a lot more wide open and you can go with a few great pot options. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that I, you know, I, when I sold Sam's a few rounds back, I was – you know, always in the boat of we've got to get him back in, of course. It's one of the best roles in Big Bash. Um, and w- you really felt it this week, didn't you? Like, you know, playing play teams like the Heat and stuff, he's, he looks like an absolute world beater. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be prioritising getting Sam's back into my team. Yeah, and I sold that short to fund some of these double game players last week. So I've just moved heaven to earth to get him back in this week because I... New Year's Eve against Melbourne, he could pick up a couple of wickets. And, you know, if he sees off Trent Bowl and Luke Ward, he could have a ton of runs. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, these guys, and he's, he's, we know he's bowling. So, yeah, Sam's and Matt Short, I think if they're two players that you don't have, these next couple of rounds are perfect rounds for you to um, grab those guys. Um, all right. Um, look, this, we've talked about our highs and lows. Ado's still here. I'm chugging along. I've got to, I don't know. I, don't, I just... I'm so down. I'm going into New Year's Eve and I'm sad. I don't it's not a normal feeling. I feel terrible. Um look, let's talk about some of the news. We've heard thanks to the great guys at Honeyball BBL that um we're going to lose some players off for other tournaments. Now, I looked at most of the names on the list there and I don't think there's a few that will affect you know, people who, because they've, they're highly owned. I think number one on the list there, because they've got a, a double upcoming is Shadab Khan. He is not going to be available for their double. Um, that's pretty sad news for those people that were hoping for, for Shadab for the double. Yeah, I'm gutted. I was really hoping that he, he was going to be a surefire captaincy for that double game round, you know, but these things happen. There's not much I can say on it. Just yeah. disappointing, but. I think I'd still bring him in if I didn't own him for these next two games because he's got in a great role, you know, he's that bold. He should reach 200000 before he leaves with a negative break-even right now. And he's got some good opposition for Supercoach. I think he's got the Thunder and then he goes into for round seven. There you go. Uh, oh, the Strikers. That's at Blunston. So, yeah, oh, that which you will. Would you go Shadab knowing that he's got to leave or would you grab a Dooley knowing that he's going to be there and probably score well up until, and including uh, the double? Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, Shadab Khan has the actual player pedigree that Dooley doesn't, you know? So I'm not sure if I'd uh, lean, maybe pivot from Shadab to Paddy Dooley going into the double. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting take. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you did, you, if you have him, you just hold him until he's going to go. He yeah. After that last game, it's really hard to trade out somebody, you know, who's who's doing uh, that well. Um, you know, some of the others that are going, um, who, are there any names in there? I know uh, Jimmy Neesham's going. People might have uh, taken a look at him, especially if he was coming up the order like he was in, in that yeah. last game. Um, but he's going to be gone for their double as well. Um 
Who else mm-hmm. are we losing? Um, well, okay. Rashid Khan's last game is on. He's in round eight on January the fifth against. Uh, I don't know who, but uh, you've also got Captain for C finishing up on the four, and that which is in round seven, mm-hmm. and Adam Life finishing up on the seventh, which is in round eight. Yeah, and you've also got Fahim Ashraf from Pakistan arriving for the Hurricanes pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's one that I'm mildly interested in myself. Actually, um, we've had some injuries. Nathan Coulter Nile. He he's at an age and he's got those hammies or whatever. He's he's um he's injured. Yep, he's injured. Hamstring concern. I don't think they'll risk him. You know, they want him available for the back half of the season. So they they're not going to risk him at all. Um, Liam Hatcher probably comes in. I wouldn't go near him. He's got a big break even. You know, if you want to take a flyer. Uh, you've got um, Ben McDermott getting a rest this week as well um, with a hamstring hang it, strain. He's somebody that I was probably almost ready to press the trigger on because he's bottoming out huge on his starting price. Um, but you probably wait another week. Yeah. Also, he's got that big break even too. So I kind of want him to play, then drop the cash and then bring him in like I don't know, right on the double. And you know, maybe a cheeky vice captain. Yep. Um, now let's have a look at. Have you made your trades, or, or you done anything oh. so far um, for this upcoming round? I stayed up. I stayed up until lockout lifted last night. Did my oh. trades. Yeah. So yeah. what I've done is I have taken out uh, Michael Nisa, uh, Mark Stecky, and Nick Maddinson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've brought in Matt Short, Rashid Khan. And Cameron Green as a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Because um, Cooper Connolly, he's probably going to play in the Ashton Agar role. Because mm. he's a left arm off spinner who, you know, you could definitely bat in the middle order. So I get the vibe that he's going to be batting at seven, you know, bowl two or three overs. So I can't use him as enough. So I've decided. Well, who can I use as enough? Cameron Green. And he's not too much more expensive. Um, it's annoying I have to pay $20,000 more for enough. But, hey, it's worth it when I can loop in Hales or Stoinis. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, I've got Cooper Connolly myself. And Hanscom, who I wanted to be enough, is also playing now. So, you know, if Connolly plays, I've got no enough as well. Um, look, my trades so far were, um, oh, I'm not going to have a look at them, actually. I've gone and punted Steckity, I've punted um, Tom Rogers, and I've punted Swepson, who's been an absolute fail. Um, I've brought in Sam's um, as well. I wanted to get him back into the team. I've actually currently got Paddy Dooley in. Look, it's um, I, I like what I see from him. He's a bit of a goofy old thing. Um, and I'm thinking about a, of players that I'd like to grab for the upcoming eight, I've got to maybe just, if there is anyone that I think is good, that could be that round, just, just nab him. Um, look, he's, he's at 162. It's hard to believe that I'll be paying that for him based on what he was. Look, what does um, Rashid cost? Uh, Rashid costs 153. Yeah. So it could be Rashid instead. And I could hope that maybe Paddy Dooley gets a bit cheaper or, or whatever. Cause I mean, look, you're getting two guns in like Sam's and Rashid back into your team, I guess. I'll think about that. Um, and look, I've gone with Cam McClure because unfortunately for me, um, 
you know, getting cutting with Swepson, it's not a lot of money. Um, and the only other ones I'd like to get rid of is, you know, I've got um, Munro, who's now had a tick up in the price thanks to his big score. Mm. Um, look, I like having Hales there as long as I've got a loop. Um, and otherwise, I've got players that nothing else that I want to get rid of. So it's got to be Swepson, who's somebody that I want to get rid of. And having a look at the stars as the tournament goes on, there's at least opportunities for me to loop in the earlier games and have um, McClure there to loop in, you know, for for VCs and, you know, get a look at bench loops. Um, Look, I'd love a jewel. I'd be like Mm. you. I'd prefer Cam Green, but I can't afford him. And look, I'm getting rid of you know, two good pieces for two very good pieces and one shit piece for enough, essentially. And I, um, you know, I'll get, a, yeah. I can, you know, I'd have Paddy Dooley on the bench tonight and have a look at him, um, you know, and I could have a look at Hales as well, which is, I want to yeah. have a look at some bench loops. You've got to have a look at of bench loops if you want to have a chance um, to succeed. I, you know, last week I was uh, flushed with, you know, lots of choices and I chose to play Hales and sit Munro. Um, but I want I've got to get some chances in there to have a look at loops and and that's why I'm gonna nuff out um you, you might as well nuff out Schweppes and he's only scoring five a game anyway. How bloody bad is he yeah. going? He's doing shocking. I've actually had a look with some of these guys, you know, you want to buy a lower and take a bag and they skyrocket in value. Um Adam Life was one that crossed my mind, but he's not here long enough to really make enough money. I was like, if he went well this round, he's he's got two rounds to make up make it up to hundred hundred ten thousand dollars, which he could do. But I am going to skip out of life. But I suspect he goes big in one of these remaining games. Yeah, oh, I mean, he went okay the other day, and I'm just like, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Um, Yeah, so look, those are our trades. I think that they're probably good. I think you and I, it it looks like it's a bit sloppy with the old nuff there, but, you know, especially with players like Connolly looking Mm. like they're going to get a a run now that Agar's out. They may not go that way necessarily, but they don't have any spinner. Too close. Yeah, Yeah, they're too close. Like Joel Davies from the Thunder, I would have brought him in, but... Gorinda Sanders out injured, and there's a lot of whispers that it's him that's going to bat at seven, and you know he can bowl some medium pace. He'd be a perfect six bowler. So I'm just locking in someone who's no chance of playing, uh, even if I have to pay twenty thousand extra for it. Yeah, well that's it. I've got to get. I want to get someone who's playing late games, and you know, um, Thunder play the first game of the round, so that's no good. Um, all right, well, let's go through um, the the round. Let's look at the highlights and the lowlights. Um, you know, I'll be shitty about um, the last Sixers game, won't I? <laughs> uh, but, but we'll we'll start off with my good in the first game. Look, it was um, Sean Abbott, 83 points. He was the best VC. It was off to a great start. Um, 83. Um, I felt like um, it was the right choice. I know a lot of people were sort of saying, let's go Usain. Um, and Usain was 25. As it was now with that second game, Usain had a good game. And he ended up outscoring people who had VC. The VC is of Usain outscored the people who VC'd um, Abbott. Not by much, though. But it's it was a highlight to see him go well. It was good to see Philippi go well in that round as well. Mm. Um, I saw some real cowboys. People were like sending me through. Look who I brought in, Dwarshus, and he went absolutely rippingly well in that game. So, those were probably the highlights for me. Um, low lights. Well, I mean, I had a saying and he scored a twenty-five. I was more happy that that had occurred because I'd gone with Abbott as the VC. Yeah, and 
my low light in this game again was Akilah saying he was my vice captain, hmm. and um, I, I was sort of like I would I would have loved to have looped, but you know you you got to go you got to go with what you've got you know, hmm. and um, the one to monitor for me was uh with Sutherland where's this come from hmm. he's starting to bowl well again yeah yeah that is like, interesting we finally see him do something yeah exactly. If you wanted a cheap enough that you could just plant on your bench, you don't even need his points. You can just make his money. Will Sutherland's that guy. It's not even 90000 So, again, yeah. one to monitor. And, of course, my highlight was, you know, the Sixers, Philippi, Abbott, Kerr, all got above 65. Pretty happy with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, moving on to the Brisbane Heat versus the Thunder. Um, for me, it was good and bad. It was Munro. <laughs> We know he's got it in him. Look, I made, you know, the changes that I made, I traded out um, Rogers instead of Schwepson last week so that I could play Stoinis, and that meant that I had to bench Munro instead of Steckity. Do you get what I mean? So I was going to yeah. play, I was going to play, um, sit Steckity and play Stoin, but instead I was like, oh, I'll, I'll sell um, Rogers, then I can move Stoin up to bat and I can sit Munro. So that's what I did just before kickoff. <laughs> And Munro goes out and scores a 143. So, look, at least he's going to get a tick in the price. Another interesting mention there is Baisley. I wanted to go and have a look if people had held him, and I think it was five or so percent did hold him, and he was absolutely on fire in that game, 148 points. Um, yeah. Well done. Uh, look, the bad for me has got to be Hales. I played him. You know, look at that difference. If I'd have just played Munro, I would have an extra 130-something points, but I played Hales. It was a Munro-a-thon instead of a Hailstorm. Um F you, Hales. I can't. That's why I want enough this week because you just cannot play Hales in your starting lineup. You can't. No, no. You can't because he's so volatile. He could look good and still get out for two runs and then you're stuck with that two in your starting team. you just got to bench looping in all the time. Yep. Um, one to monitor for me was definitely Sam's. I mean, if you were thinking about can you go the rest of the season without Sam's, I think resoundingly so. Um, with him, when I saw him come into bat, I was like, that is the Sam's we love. That's the batting Sam's we yeah. love. Tonking it left, right, and center. Do that role. I think he's going to bat like that for the rest of the tournament. I think they found the recipe that works. Um, and I reckon you've got to have him. That that was that I monitored whether I could go without Sam's. I, I resoundingly answered I can't. Yeah, no, he's he's just a freak. He always scores like this, and you know you just have to own these players. He's one of the guys you just have to own. Uh, the highlight for me, yeah, Daniel Sam's. Pretty much everything that's said. Uh, low light for me as well, Alex Hales. Um, you know, that was a bit disappointing. I actually played him on field too. Um, Damn and then, of course, the one to monitor for me, I went with Matthew Jilks. You know, he's, he's got a negative 74 break even. He's above his starting price. And he's finally just starting to deliver on the uh, potential and promise we thought he had in the preseason. Yeah, definitely. Well, not enough for me to trade him into my team, I'll tell you that much. Um, moving on to the Perth Scorchers against the Melbourne Stars. Um, the good has got to be Jai Richardson. Um, look, people who had VC to saying they were like, Who do I who do I captain? I was like, Jai Richardson. I can see him turning up in this game. He got hit for boundary, 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 and then started absolutely slamming wickets. What a man he is. He's an absolute must-have. Um, you know, he is an absolute weapon for for Supercoach. 
I guess another highlight for me was Josh Inglis. Um, he's been going really well. I think he's averaging 70-plus for the year, which is at his starting price. We knew he was much better than that. He's going up hugely in price. Um, you know, he's been a good – I mean, everyone should have had him. I think you can very safely play him in your team. Um, the low lights for me – look, I've got to say Stoyness um, – he bowled and, and jagged a wicket or, or well, maybe he grabbed a couple. I don't know. He fished on 42, which is an okay score. The only problem is he's doing it all in bowling because his batting is absolutely rubbish. I need, it's not, you you know, it's, it's not Gun Stoin. Stoin doesn't look like he really gives a rat's ass to me. Mm, it's just, oh, it's just not, hasn't all clicked, has it? You know, like he's, one year his batting's on fire and he's injured so he can't bowl. Next year, neither is going on. And then this year, he's bowling solidly and his batting just doesn't click. It's, mm. oh, it's just so annoying. It is. Um, all right. Well, let's. Oh, do you have anyone else in there? Do you think? Oh, yes. I better throw my highlights. Sorry. Um, so I have Jai Richardson. I mm. threw a late captaincy on him because the Keeler Saints didn't really go too well. Mm. And yeah, he delivered. That was good to see. Josh Inglis scored 55 points in fielding. Yeah. In fielding alone. Yeah, that was a couple of runouts or whatever, stumping in a runout. Yeah, stumping in runout and a couple of catches, I think it was something. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, the low light for me, uh, well, I didn't own any players that I would have said had a low light other than, you know, Stornis got quite shooting the lights out. But if you were a Bo Webstein, I think you traded him in because he's massive break even. Only to see him get a first ball duck off Jai Richardson. Mm. You know, he'd be filthy. So he just gained a dual position. But he, to be honest, he was never really, you know, the guy to own this round because he's not bowling when there's no Marcus Stoinis. He's only, he's Marcus Stoinis when there's no Marcus Stoinis. It's kind of like what you had with Nico Hines and Ryan Pappenhausen a couple of years ago in NRL Supercoach. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, another guy that I think people were, we were saying, oh, look, he's, he's, coming in at number three and he looks like he could be a juicy option. Hardy didn't really have um, a sensational game and he's been in terrific form as well. Um, moving on to the last game. Oh, mate. You know, I'm going to just start with my bad. Thanks for resting, Sean Abbott, you prick. You cost me 120, you know, spots on the ladder because he just goes out and scores a 50 and I score over a thousand. It's, where is it? Have I got crying in here? I don't know. That'll do. Ado fails because there was no uh, Sean Abbott. Look, it was a bit of a low-scoring game. Look, I think the, the highlight was probably a sane. People who held their nerve, I mean, a lot of them would have just gone, well, I think he'll do well in the second game. I'm going to stay on him. Um, and he scored a 75, which was good. H- how long is he here for? Is he for the whole tournament? No, he, he's, he's also part of this UAE comp. So he's probably... You know, round seven, round eight, sort of him, him as well. Yeah, well, he's over to I'd, I'd hold him until you have to get rid of him. He, he looks yeah. sensational to me. Um, look, in this game as well, um, Hayden Kerr was nice and consistent with a 65. It was good to see Vince score okay in both of those games and sort of finish on a end up on a decent enough score. Um, it's, you know, the low light from this game for me was probably Philippi, who'd got off to a ripping start in the first game. It would have been really nice for him to go on with it in the second, but it wasn't there for him unfortunately one to monitor well i mean yeah, um nothing really I'm, I'm not interested in anyone from you know the the renegades and i guess on the sixes with their rotation policy um for the round nine i guess 
it could be one person that I add to the to the numbers because I'm not going to sell sixes now. It could be Jordan, could be Dwarshus. I reckon maybe they find their way into my team, but uh, I feel no confidence that Dwarshus or you know Kerr or whatever will play this week. I'm sure one of them is going to get rested this week. Yeah, no, it, it's it's no good. Like their rotation, it whilst it may be important when you've got such depth, it, it is really annoying. Um, my low light this week was Nick Battinson. I was seeing his praises for his potential role, and he bowled one over across the two games because Will Sutherland can now bowl. Mm. So that's very disappointing. Um, and then you look at um, for one to monitor for me. I'm sort of just you know keeping one eye on. It's, it's a bit rogue, but Jackson Bird. For the round oh. nine double, if he gets yeah. his rest before then, yeah, you know, like unless I'm if I'm not if I'm paying less than one sixty for him, I'll be, I'll be interested. But, yeah, know. I mean, I just have no confidence he's going to play both bloody games. Yeah, but I mean, I mean yeah. will be will, will have gone by then. Oh righto, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know. I thought Sean Abbott was going to lock locked in, you know, to play both of his games this round, and I wasn't. So it's a lucky dip sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um, the highlight for me would have been probably, like he was saying, with that seventy-five points, really good stuff. Uh, saved his round and saved us all a massive cash drop. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have a look at um, the round five preview. Obviously, we know that there's no teams on the double. We've got a couple of rounds, actually, of that. So like we said at the start of the show, it's, you know, it's free for all. Now you can start to pick some of the people that you want, like you actually want back into your team. It looks like our trades, you know, um, well, Paddy Dooley's probably upcoming relevant, but getting in um, someone like Rashid, I think for you is he's going to be, you're getting in someone that's going to be going in a few rounds. You'll get five, six, seven, and eight. Well, I think that's probably enough rounds to want him actually, but those are not, you know, that's not exactly a double game round sort of planning move. It's just a, a player that you want in your team. Yeah, no, like it just depends on you know, what, what your team layup, who you're looking for um, and all I don't know where you went. Are you there? Anybody else um, that you have an interest in this week that if you didn't have them, you'd be um, chomping at the bit to get into your team? Righto. We've, we've got him back. Um, so let's talk about any other names of players that you reckon you'd be sort of real keen on bringing in this round. If, you know, we obviously the usual suspects, like we're talking Rashid, we're talking Sam's. Anyone else that you think if you didn't have them, you'd be really trying to get them into your team? Um, if I knew that the availability of Trent Bolt was a bit longer than the next two rounds, um, then I'd be all over him. He's only $130,000 and I'm sure he's good for a three, four or a four for before he leaves. Because, yes. like, he scored half his points last round with the batting. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen every game, but it's just proof that, you know, he has that high ceiling. 
Yeah, well, he was tonking him left, right, and center. Um, he was like t- doing better than bloody Cartwright. Um, now let's talk about a player who I mean, I I, I just looked at it very um, you know, very quickly. Um, someone like where is he? Uh, old mate Bowler from the old Hurricanes. So we thought Nathan Ellis is under a hundred k. Um, yeah. Are you interested in him, or do you think it's he's not looking as good this year? He's obviously dropping cash. No, I'm very interested in him. Like he just seems too good to uh, ignore. Like, the prices are great. Um, he's got the pedigree as well. I think he's a real good chance of you know still finishing the season uh, with with a bunch of gun scores. Yeah, I think if you're doing those kind of three moves, like just say you've got enough, and unlike you and I, who probably need to get enough into our lineup, if you're getting two guns and you've got 100K left, I reckon he's an absolute ripping um, one to bring in. Upcoming double for them. We know he's got some pedigree about him. We picked him that he was going to be one of the top performers of the season. Um, Yeah, he's off to a bit of a slow start, but I reckon he is, um, you know, someone that you could take a tickle on under 100K. all right. Well, um, look, I'm not going to be ruled by round um, eight. I, you know, look, I, I had an interest in Paddy Dooley just on a separate note, but I think I'm probably going to go Rashid and just get four more, juice him for four more rounds. Although Rashid hasn't been going as well as he has in, you know, the past. Or do you, you know, am I imagining that? No, no. He he's had a bit of a. He's always good for a bit of a slow patch during the middle of the season, and then just before it finishes, he's usually got a big game. Like last year, he finished. He's his five. He had five games remaining to go, and his last four of them, he finished with an average of forty point seven five. And then he versus the Brisbane Heat, takes six for sixteen and scores one hundred and eighty seven points. Yeah, and that's just the importance of Rashid Khan. Yeah, that's Rashid, 100%. And, I mean, look, he's got the stars this week too, which is not really a, you know, I can see him cleaning up there as well. Um, let's yeah. move it on to um, the most, you know, traded trade trends. Um, I didn't open it up for questions this week because I was too grumpy, but let's go and have a look at the traded out. Um, number one on the list is Michael Nisa, 5.7%. Um, he's worth 165000 I think he's a good, nice, big piece to move, um, Michael Nisa. He's obviously missed the test team though, so would you yeah. – does that make sense to you to move him on? Yeah, he's got a massive break even. And, you know, he wasn't really putting out the best of scores. So I think there is definitely a case to move him on. Yep. Um, number two on the list, Akhil Hussain. Um, 4.5% of people moving him on. He's absolutely worth a mozza, 204000 Um, Would you be moving him on? I'd be fine. I'm assuming if you're moving him on, you're thinking about ways of getting in Matthew Shaw, and you've seen that he's the easiest way. I would just yeah. look for a different way, like because yeah, he's going to put out some sensational scores before yeah. he leaves. I want to own Matt Short and Usain. I want to yeah. own them both, and I want to yep. hold on to Usain as long as I can. Um, so for those people who are selling him, um, I would be trying to find another way. Sell Nisa. Sell, you know. Steckity, sell all of them pieces, you know, um, even yeah. the other ones on the list that are coming up, sell all of them and hold a saying as long as you can. Number three on the list is Martin Guptal, 4.3%. I can't believe that 4.3% people had Guptal. Yeah, like I guess a few people sort of went as a, like him as a massive pod, you know. If it came off, we were nowhere near, like, they would be nowhere near us, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
Number four on the list is Alex Hales. Um, did fail this round. Alex Hales, the fails. Um, 149,300, 4.2% moving him on. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Like, he's not really performing as good as he could be last round. He's, he's a bit hot and cold, but. I just kind of like having him there as a loop. I, I you know. If you can't have him there as a loop, I understand moving him on because if you're relying on playing him in your starting lineup, that is not good. No, not at all. And I think there's there's definitely if you if you can't set it up, there's definitely more consistent options out there than Alex Hales. Yep. Um, number five on the list is Aaron Hardy, um, one hundred forty-five thousand eight hundred. Um, look, is there a better role for him now? You've obviously lost. Um, Agar out of that team and, yeah. and if you, whoever he's replaced by is not de- ne- necessarily guaranteed four overs. Um, and he's been in good form, particularly with the bat. No, I, I agree. Like I'm sort of in the camp of you should really be holding him unless, you know, you're just dead set, not a fan. You've only brought him in for that double and he's still making money. You know, if you brought him in purely as a cash cow, then, you know, you interpret that differently. But, yeah. yeah, I think it's still a good role for him. Yeah, I think it's a good role. Um, number six on the list is Moises, 101,000. People got him in, obviously, for the double. You don't want to hold him for the next one if you got him? No, I, I don't think you should have brought him in for the double at all. Honestly, yeah, well, he didn't fire once last round, did he? Oh, I don't, think, I don't know. He yeah, he's got 23 across the two games. Yeah, well, you made a mistake. Get rid of him. Um, Number seven on the list is Ashton Agar. He's off into the test team. Um, I It makes sense to me. Yep. You got to sell him. No point holding him. One hundred thirty-eight thousand can get a lot of good value out of that. Yeah, uh, this just makes sense. Um, number eight on the list is Adam Zampa. One hundred eleven thousand. Uh, yeah, I mean that one was a little bit surprising. He didn't do great last round, I guess. Mm. And his team's not scoring enough runs for him to have a, I guess, a total to bowl at. Yeah. Um, but who's he got? He got Adelaide. Oh, nah, you probably still sell him, don't you? Yeah, I just don't think that it's there for the stars to, to me. Like, I look at teams that look like they're hungry and they're into it, and I just don't like the energy of the stars. They look like they're just a um, rabble to me, you know? Yeah, I, I do get the suspicion that they're playing for the next year's drop up to secure, um, I think, Trent Bolt again or, you know, whoever they can get. But yep. it does. I do get that vibe as well. Yeah, number nine on the list is Nick Madison. Um, people took a flyer on him in this round. I don't think it worked out for you, did it? Matto, um, he's a sell. Yeah, no, nah, sell. If he hasn't fired in four games, like he had that big first game and then he hasn't done anything since then, I, I've i lost all faith. He bowled an over like I was hoping he would, but I, I was hoping for probably more like four overs across the two games rather than one over across the two games. But, you know... These things happen. Take a risk. You just put the emergency on them. If it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. Yep. Um, people are selling Dre Russ. <laughs> I think that's a good yeah. idea. He was gone. He wasn't even here this round. Oh, that's definitely people who haven't been up to date with the news. Like, you know, they haven't been quick smart on it and they realised, oh, Russ was not fine. Oh, well. Yeah, well, he would have been there as a loop option, a nice big 158K yeah. loop. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, the traded in, um, number one on the list is Shadab Khan. Ooh, ooh, I don't know about that. I mean, nine point three percent of people are bringing in Shadab Khan. I would be prioritizing. I guess. I guess the reason that Matt Short wouldn't be number one is because a lot of people wouldn't have sold him. 
Um, and Chad Khan's ownership isn't as high as what you know you would have thought it would be with his points output. But I don't. It feels like you're going to make the same mistake again. You're going to hold him into the double when he's not actually playing it. You know, maybe you're better off just you know skipping. Yeah, but I mean, look, you're saying bring in someone like Rashid Khan, and he's not going to be here for much longer either. You know, so. No, that's- Good point. So you could just pick, if you like Rashid more, you could, I mean, Shadab Khan more, um, you could grab him. Uh, just be aware that he's not going to be here for the double. Number two on the list is Matt Short, um, 254,000. I think you've got to have him, um, yep. and it makes total sense to me. Number three on the list makes absolute sense to me as well. I'm bringing him in. Dan Sam, 6.2%. Yeah, no, outstanding role, outstanding player. He finally fired with the bat. Mm. All these players, they have this incredible ceiling. And, you know, if there's ever a player for it to click and he can score 150, 160 in the game, it's Daniel Sams. Yep. So, you know, Makes you've sense. got to own him. Yeah. Uh, number four on the list is a bit surprising to me. Colin Munro, look, you, that's chasing points. Now, I'll, I'll be, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a Munro owner. Um, but I don't play him with any confidence, and that's why he was on my bench with no reserve on him last round. Look, he obviously that's going to help the the big score for his price, but yeah, you are I mean, not bringing in Munro, are you? You just can't bring him in. I think he can. He's look controversial, I know, but he is known in the Big Bash for going on these sorts of runs of just really good scores. If we have a look at, you know, BBL 10, he had scores of 87, 65, 75, sorry, 87, 75, 65, 156 in a double, 25, 86, you know, that's all in, in a row. Yeah. So I he's mean, got the ability to score really well. He did it as well last year, you know, uh, 39, 93, 89, 132, which wasn't in a double, and 28. So he's got that high floor. Um, when he's in form, and I feel like we're about to see Colin Munro hit some form here. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm glad to have him, but you see, the thing is, is you'll put him in your starting lineup and then he'll fail and Hales will go off and vice versa. So if you're selling Hales and then you're buying Munro, I think you're selling the same player to buy the same player. Um, Number five on the list is Matty Wade. We should have put that in the news. He's at his ban and he's back in. Um, Yeah. You keen on Matty Wade? Like, I mean, if you weren't going to go... Would you take Shadab Khan, who's going to leave, or would you take Matty Wade, who's going to be here for their um, double in round eight? Obviously, you know, he's kind of like an all-rounder because he's a keeper and a batter, opening bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think despite my uh, massive fanboy vibe for Shadab Khan, I think I'd go with Matthew Wade. I mean, he's performing really well. He's only 150,000. He's got a low break even. He's been putting out some ripper scores. Oh, I think I'd go him over Shadab. Mm. Um, number six on the list is Will Sutherland. We mentioned him as uh, one of them to monitor. He's looking better than we've – he's looking more like what we were hoping for in him. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd be jumping on him, though. But, I mean, look, um, you know, he's he's going up. He's going up in price. Yeah, no, it really does depend on, like, what role he's playing in your team. If he's just sitting there on your bench, you're never playing him and he's just making money – and he's merely a pure backup in cases are laid out, then I think, you know, that's a solid buy because he should reach 130, 140, and if he's got another good game, he'll click one, clip 150. So, yep. yeah, um, I, I, I do see the merit. I do see right. the merit. Number seven is Marcus Stoinis. 
I mean, I know he's cheap as chips. I mean, look, people are probably going, oh, you know, I need to get a, I want to get a jewel in, you know, or whatever, so that I can yeah. loop him on the bench. And people are just going, well, I can afford Stoyan at 57000 I mean, I see the merit to it. I mean, you've got someone who's batting at four and bowling four overs. Yes, he's not been in very good form with the bat, but come on, it's Marcus Stoyan. He's going to have an innings or two at least in this in the run home. And he's bowling reasonably well. If he can just find some form and get it all to click, he's back up with the same sort of ceiling that you were talking about for Daniel Sams. Yep. Um, number eight on the list is Rashid Khan. People bringing him back in, 153,000. Um, 2.8% of people bringing him back in, knowing that he's going to be going, look, you're going to get um, round five, round six, round seven, round eight. That's correct? Uh yeah, well, we just had round five, so six, oh. seven, eight, I think. Three more rounds. Um, well, I mean, I think that that's you – know, you, you may or may, may not. I, I kind of, like, feel like, you know, I, I, I probably – you know, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence whether I like it or not, if you're only going to get three round, uh, three more games. And I guess, you know, we do plays where we're like, I'll just get that player for that one round and then move them on. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, it makes sense. He's one of the better players in the big bash of, of, you know, all time. Um, go for yeah. it. Although I prefer this guy on the next, next on the list, because he's actually going to be there for their double Patty Dooley, 162,843 or 2.7% of people bringing him in. I, I had him in there tentatively in my team. Yay. Nay. Um, I'm going to go nay. I reckon nay. people will start to figure him out pretty soon. As a as a person who owned him from when he was seventy thousand and he decided to you know take fourth up, that was pretty nice. But well, I I know full well that Paddy Dooley, you know, once they figure him out, yeah, it will be all over for him. But so I'm not sure. It's just about when they figure him out. And if you're confident that they haven't done it quite yet, then I think you pick him. Uh, but I think I suspect it will happen before the double that they'll figure him out. All right, all right. Um, number ten on the list is Darcy Short. He's an absolute bargain. Hundred seven thousand. Um, I think. Oh, I think he's more of a watch. Like when Shadow Khan leaves, straight into the team, straight into the team because he's going to be bowling. He. he uh, there is a lot to like about Darcy Short, but I think more so in the next couple of rounds rather than now. Yeah, you couldn't with any confidence bring him in, you know, especially if you've got a Hales or someone, you're going to need to loop one of them, you know, because you can't have any confidence in either him or Hales. But um, all right. So, I mean, judging by those trade-ins, you don't mind a, a bit of a Shadab play, but you prefer Maddie Wade. You are pro um, bringing in um, a Rashid Khan type player, but not a Paddy Dooley because you think people are going to work him out. I mean, look, it's it's interesting stuff to think about. Um, this is a perfect round for you to grab players that are not necessarily going to be um, double players. So look, you know, if you're like, well, Rashid and Sam's are quality and I'll have, have them for as long as I can in my team, um, you know, it makes sense. I think that people are bringing those guys back into their team. If you, if you were like us, I sold both of those players. I had them both in my team and I probably had plans to bring them back in. Um, so I, I don't think there's too many things in there that don't make sense. No, I, I think all these trades are, you know, they're logical and I can see the merit in each of them. Yep. All right. Lock him in. Who are we locking <laughs> in again this week for our teams? All right. So I've just traded in Matthew Shaw and I'm locking him in for the remainder of the season now. I mean, why would I sell him? There's no good reason. If you're saying price, it's, there's a reason he's that price because he's that good. So, no, 
Hey, Matt Short's a lock-in. I'm locking in Rashid Khan until he's left. I think there is easily a fifer on for, on offer for him before he leaves. I got burnt by doing this last year and death riding Rashid for the entire season, and it nearly worked up until that final game, but it doesn't work. Learn from your lessons. All right, fair enough. Um, look, I'm going to lock in Dan Sams. Um, there are some players that have the a plum role, and that's why people are bringing in Stoinis. It's a pretty plum role, even though he's not performing. But Sams is consistent. Um, even when he doesn't have a great game, he'll score 40, usually 30, 40. He never scores bad because he's just, you know, he's a good field. He's a, you know, he can usually, if he's, Bowling okay, he jags some junk. You know, he's just one of those players that accumulates points, and I want to lock him back into my team for the rest of the season. Um, I'm going to get enough this week because, like we're saying, the chat is Connolly gets a run. My Hanskin failed because he. Hopefully, they just go back to Harper. What do you get from Hamskin? Oh, I think you get. If I'm to honestly answer that question, you get his ability to find the gaps in the field and get your hitters on strike. That's genuinely what I think he can do. I don't think Harper can do that. I think he'd clog up too many balls. Um, the keeping seems to be of the same quality. They're both rubbish keepers. Um, and Harper's more of a top-order batsman, and they've got Martin Guptill, so they don't really need him. Oh, all right. Well, so, yeah, I've got to get enough in. I'm going to lock enough into my team. I have to. Um, because I've got a loop. I need to loop to, to try to get myself back into this top 100. Um and look, my third trade, I'm not going to lock it in. It's going to be probably Rashid Khan or Matty Wade. I've got to be honest. Um, I'm going to probably heed your advice and wait on Dooley. He might be right on round eight. Um, and I've got a little bit of an interest in Shadab Khan because, you know, in the preseason, you and I were so big on Shadab and I wanted to have him in my team, didn't I? For the longest time, yeah. he's been in there and I've moved him out a few times over um, so maybe it'd be nice to own him, but I think I'll probably err on the side of the champion that is Rashid Khan. Bring in Sams and Khan for Steckity and Rogers. It feels like a nice upgrade. It does. Like you, you feel very confident after doing those trades that you have got a gun team. Yep. Fading. Um, anyone that you're going to fade, like that, it kind of feels like, ooh, I'm going up against it here, not going this player. Yeah. All right, let's have a look. This is going to be purely off the top of my head. I am going to fade Henry Thornton. Yeah. There you go. I don't reckon he scores above 100 points in a single game for the remainder of the season. Wow. Uh, he's got a double in round nine, so he'll probably eclipse 100 points there, and I'll probably own him for the double in round nine. But I don't reckon he will score above... 100 points in a single game for the remainder of this season. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I think you've got to get on some of these players when they're on the hot run and then you get you jump off them again, you know. They're, they're, it's not going to hold up. And and you're kind of getting a, a vibe that that might be with Paddy Dooley. Um, look, I'm going to fade um, bringing in more sixes. Um, you know, after the tragedy that was Abbott getting rested and listening to them saying we're going to rest and rotate, I fully expect that Hayden Kerr doesn't play this week. You know, that's how I feel about him. Um, you might want to take a tickle on a Dorshus who did fantastic last game, but there's no guarantee that he plays the next game. Chris Jordan's there now as well. So they've got the freedom to rest. Um, and they've they've always kind of been like that. They always do it. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold the ones that I have, but I'm I'm gonna put the pause on bringing any more in because 
you know, you might lose one player in a Hayden Kerr, but we can't afford to lose a couple, can we, if there's rests per round? No. Like, it is imp- it's very important that you don't overstock on the Sixers bowls just because they're performing well, because they'll be rotated. That's why they're performing well. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much everything I think for this round. We reiterate to everybody, it's it's a moving round. You can go and fix up some of your things that you want to do. You're just get Matt Short back into your team. Ado's like get Sam's and Rashid back in. Fix your team, get your things back in, um, get yourself enough if you need to, because, you know, you may have to loop and you might need to give yourself a setup for a loop, a couple of rounds to do that. Although having a little mind's eye on round eight where you keep an eye on your Hurricanes, you know, um, you've got a bottom, bottoming out McDermott, so you want him to play again to lose some more money. You've got people like um, Darcy Short, who on the double may even bowl, and he could be 80K. You could be able to, be able to go Stoitis across to Darcy Short. Ellis, under 100K this week, Ellis. Um, you know, there's, there's some to monitor, but um, you can really do a lot of things in your team this week that, um, you know, are not, you know, revolving around the double game round. Nathan, thanks as always for uh, jumping on the show. Pleasure pleasure to be on. Happy New Year. Um, Look, maybe I'll post some some of Ado later on to the old story. I'll be messy. Ado goes large on New Year's. (laughs) Oh, that'll be fun to see. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for for talking, Supercoach, as always. Good. See you. Tight. It's four. Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him.